Yeah, that I'm. Yeah, they were super candied. They were like, yeah, I just did them on the stovetop. So, but um, I had almost forgotten the butter. I was like, why do these look so dry? Oh, because I forgot butter. That's why. How did you forget the butter and you make butter? Um, I don't know. How I forgot the butter. Okay. List of reasons why I'm awesome today. I fixed the vacuum. <laughs> I cooked dinner. Got mom's medicine. I fed the dogs. <clears throat> Where's the birthday boy? He over there uh, watching his granny eat. Oh. Let me get adjusted. I went, I bought, I purchased some. I don't know if black if black radiance is black owned. I need to look and see. Hold on. Hold please. I'm gonna dis I'm disappearing for a second. If you if you might be able to still see me. Ugh. So what are your Super Bowl predictions? Uh wait, who 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 won today? The Bills or the Bengals? The Bengals won. Yes! Woo! That crazy mofo is a Bills fan, so I am so glad. Yeah, the Bills got destroyed at home on that. That's... I need to text Jerry. Oh, they're not black-owned. Well, damn. I was like, ooh, I purchased from a black-owned company. No, I didn't. They are not black owned. They are a brand geared towards black. I thought that Urban Skin RX was black owned. They're not black owned. They're not black owned either? Nope. Who is um, Mark Wynn's beauty brands? Their CEO is actually. I'm good. She she needs to clean more plates. That's what she needs to do. Um, it's owned by an Asian family. Mark Wynn's I mean, beauty brands. It's not white people, really. You know. <laughs> yeah. Well, damn. Well, I was going to try to do some UGC content this week. So that's why um, I was like, oh, I have three products. Because I was like, I'm out of setting spray, but I was going to go to Ulta, but like I would have to go out of the way where I was at. Like, so I was like, okay, let me just go to, I was already at Walgreens because uh, I had to put money on my charm card to pay, ooh, excuse me, for my, um, where my $15 at? Oh shit, I got to go back. And put money on it because I paid, I paid for, for my storage unit, and then I paid for our website because I had to pay for the, the MME website too because it'd been a year. Well, February like like eighteen days from now is gonna be like completely gone and like up for sale, so I had to like pay those. So and then I got toilet paper. Walgreens had toilet paper for a dollar ninety nine. It was their ultra soft like quilted toilet paper. So I got like three of those. So we have toilet paper in the house. And uh those are you guys don't have Costco. No. Believe you me, I would be doing the 
that's a segment we can add the Costco Chronicles. <laughs> All you gotta do is tell your story about the damn chicken. Like, you I know. That damn rotisserie chicken have a thing going on. I know. And the thing is, like, you go get a rotisserie chicken at Win Dixie and it's double the price and it probably don't taste the same. And they ain't, and you don't see the, the chickens rotisserie You don't run- see them. <laughs> the ones at Schnucks are smaller and more expensive. I'm just like, why? No, I'm Mama not doing it. So I got one at Schnucks. I was like, that saved me a stock too. Like, don't you ever do that again? I said, <laughs> <laughs> oh god. Hello, and welcome to the umpteenth episode of These Walls to Talk. Because to be perfectly honest, we have no idea what episode number this is. Oh. <laughs> we it's we somewhere. We're we going to get that together. We know it's 2023. We know. At 2023, episode two. So, yes. That's it. That's, that's it. That's what it is. But it's not like season two. We're still. No. Just, Yeah. We don't have a whole season yet. Like, I yeah, don't even know what. We are nowhere season. near a whole season. Yes, we are nowhere near a whole I mean, season. What's the whole season know. of SVU? What, 20, 22 episodes? <laughs> that, so, I have so to find that out. When we get to 20, however many a season, episodes a season that is hey, SVU. Google, <laughs> how many episodes in a Law & Order SVU season? <laughs> I don't need to know how many episodes in total. Oh, the, I mean, it would be great. 127, if, if you want to know. I mean, it would be great if we had that many episodes, but I mean. Hold on. But yeah, we ain't in, we ain't in that many, we ain't in that many seasons yet. So. <laughs> no. We ain't in that not, many episodes yet. Not so. yet. Not yet. You we know, working on it. We are definitely working on it. It's just, you know, things keep, sometimes it is like that. Things keep happening, mm-hmm. you know. It definitely does. Like, I still don't have my MacBook back, which is driving me insane. Um, but pretty soon I should be able to get that. Did you ever get the answer to the question? I'm looking it up right now. Hold on. 22 oh. episodes. Okay. So once we hit 22 episodes, that's a mm-hmm. season. Okay. That's, so that's going to be our a rule. season. That's, that's, yes. that's, our, that's, our, that's our season cutoff. Episodes yeah. I mean, season some seasons have more, some seasons have less, but, but on, on average, average, it's about 22 episodes a season. Okay. So. Okay. <laughs> if for those of you that don't know, Tiffany is an SVU super fan. She, that is an understatement. Like, she, didn't you just post a meme talking about rewatching episodes? <laughs> I did post a meme about rewatching episodes. Like you gonna sit here, you gonna shut up, and me, Finn, Stapler, and Benson about to figure this shit out. So, <laughs> and then there was another one. There was a TikTok about how you gonna watch the episodes based on Olivia's haircut. That was the one. That was the one right there. He did have several <laughs> phases. Yeah, she had that ponytail with the bangs phase. <laughs> that's a couple of those episodes was on today on on, on the USA. Yeah. <laughs> what started your obsession with that show? Like what what pulled you into that? I was 
it was like eight or nine years ago. I remember I, I, I had seen a Facebook post where I was just like, I love Law and Order SVU. And I just happened to stumble across it one day. And I was just, I just loved it so much. And then what really got me into it was when I had moved to Chicago and I had, all I had was, was like my TV and I had the antenna. I didn't even have my internet yet. So Ion had, had like 16 hour marathons of it from like 8 a.m. to 1 a.m on Saturdays and I just really like and that's what really got me got me sucked into it like watching the reruns and stuff so and then I was like oh this show is still on so I watched it on channel five um I think that's that was like 2016 and then like then I had really gotten involved with you know my major and all of that jazz and doing forensic psychology and what, yeah. what like it really started my obsession um about seven years ago seven eight years ago yeah you're 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 definitely like yeah i don't even know what beats super fan i love it i love it so much i i, I partake in, in in episodes as well it's easy to get involved because you're like because you're sitting here like this shit really happened because don't they yeah. rip from like there's a lot of episodes that they rip from the headlines yeah yeah so so this is based on actual events Mm -hmm. they may like you know change up some things uh Mm -hmm. but yeah some of the stuff it's interesting because they had they definitely pulled some stuff from the harvey weinstein case yeah definitely that case i was like i Um, know what this episode is about trust and believe there was one episode with Makad Brooks, who was actually on the new the new re- revamped Law and Order now, but he was a basketball yeah. player that was molested in when he was younger, and so like you know a lot of the a lot of the teams like a lot of those coaches will like use money to you know use them as hush money and things like that, and then a big one, a most recent one was um, one of the scandals with. You know those mega churches and them, you know, sexually molesting parishioners. So only in this case, it wasn't it wasn't a male male having sex with males. It was a male having sex with underage females, and like paying them off. It was a girl was a mess. Just wait, what yeah. is this? Is this an episode from this season? Uh, this was a couple seasons ago. It was a couple seasons ago. So okay, but yeah, girl, like Amanda left, and I'm so sad. I know, I know. But, I remember you talking about um, her leaving the show. Yeah, but her and Carisi got married, so it's like we still kind of hear about her. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, maybe she'll make some cameos, like um, mm-hmm. what's his face did in that one episode. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Okay. I don't really, I don't know the character, all the characters' names. Like, what's Ice T's character's name? Finn. Oda Finn Tutuola. Oh, damn. <laughs> okay. What's uh, Olivia's full name? She got first, middle, and last. I don't have a first, middle, and I don't have a first and middle. I just know her name is Olivia Benson. So, Oda okay. Finn Tutuola, and they call him Finn. Okay, I got you. 
I got you. Wow. Um, let's see here. So how was your week? It's just that like it's it was like January first and I blinked and it was January twenty first. And I'm like, the fuck? Mm-hmm. So I know. <laughs> um yesterday was Harley's birthday. Oh, the so, little fur baby. So yes. he had his little I got him <laughs> a little cake and saying happy birthday to him. That's it. He needs a haircut real, real bad. Um, he's getting, oh, he does. He's, he's starting to cross over into like into into homeless territory. So <laughs> I need to. I mean, he has a whole home. He's like, but my girl Lauren, shout out to her. She she um started her the prices of her groomer went up, so she groomed her own dog. And I was like, I need to get on that level because I just. But he he's so snippety that I'm just like, I'd rather just medicate him, take him to the groomer, and he'll be done. So, as opposed to trying to do it myself, because this little Negro will get a bath and then go outside and run in the dirt wet. And I'm like, so, yeah. And, um, yeah, just working, like, our entire system went out at work for a week. So, Wait, what? Our Are entire you serious? System, yes, went out for a week at work. So, like, we're just sitting there doing the best that we can with what we got. So, last week, we had to play catch up. So that was fun. Um, but the weekend, not this past weekend, but last weekend, I went to, um, I'm going to find out what FEARS stands for. But um, there was a meetup group that I joined when I first moved back to St. Louis. Um, and okay, so FEARS stands for Fabulous, Intelligent, Empowering, Resilient, and Competent Effortlessly. So um, it's a group of, it's a group that allows women the chance to create friendships. um, And in a time, real sisterhood, like we're a group of goal centric women who have their ish together, but still love to have fun. As long as you're cool, laid back and love to have a good time. Um, So yeah, I, um, so this was their three year anniversary dinner and um, it's all black women um, or women of color. Uh, there was another was three year anniversary. So they've been doing this for a few years now. Yeah, I've been doing this for a few years now. And so how many members are in the group? Um like in the group, in the meetup group itself, it's 318 members. Okay. Um but like we transferred over to like a group me setting. So it's like a big ass group chat. And there's a significant amount of us in there. Let's see. I don't even know. There's a lot of us in the chit chat. So, but about 20 of us went to the dinner. Cause it's like, it's one of those things where, you know, if you can come, you can come. If not, no big deal. So, um, so yes, there's like, there's, I think out of the 300 of us, probably only like, you know, a third of that many actually active but um got you okay but um yeah so I went out there and it was a large group of women of color (laughs) so we went to a restaurant in Chesterfield and if you live in St. Louis you know that Chesterfield's a pretty um upscale area where a lot of the Wahite tribe reside (laughs) so that's where um, we went to high school like we went to high school that's the area we went to high school in but it's like it's bloomed over the you know the past deck past couple decades so when we were out there there was nothing in the valley it was just 
a valley. <laughs> but now literally just grass. Yeah. So now, <laughs> you know, there's a lot of retail, there's a lot of restaurants, things like that out there. So we went to this small, um, the small Italian restaurant out there called Gio. When I tell you the looks on people's faces with these large, with this just large group of just put together black women, it was fucking hilarious. Cause it's just like, you can't say nothing because, you know, <laughs> and then, no, you can't. And then it's like, you know, th- there's an expectation that, you know, we're going to cause trouble or whatever the case may be. And like, our server was fantastic. Um, shout out to EJ. He was awesome. Like, you know, it Way was to go, like, EJ. Did he, I'm, did he get a nice fat tip? I mean, he, because it was a large group, obviously they had to add, they oh, had the to add gratuity. The okay. gratuity was already on there, but it's like, I added a couple more bucks. You know, I think everybody added a few more bucks to, to, to everything just to round stuff out. And it's just like, you know, it's, I love just seeing us just be, just live our best freaking lives. Like, we were like there was there was one girl um she got the appetizer like just for herself i was like somebody want to split an appetizer with me she's like no i'm getting one for just myself i said you do you boo yes (laughs) exactly yeah and then then there was a there was a flight of wine that you could get so it's like three different glasses of wine and like somebody brought that out i was like i love just seeing us live our best fucking lives it's great and why is that? And the thing is, like, black girl luxury, like, it's a thing that's, like, trending, but it shouldn't be a trend. It should just be the norm. A norm. But it's, yeah, like, it should you know, just be the norm. We it's feel like, so bad for, for, like, I, like, I've experienced it. I've experienced, like, almost a guilt or, like, a fear of something bad's gonna happen when I got my new car. Like, when, because it was, and my thing about it is it was right before the pandemic started. So like I got my car, my, so my anniversary is actually coming up. I got my car January 27th of 2020. And it was funny because mom calls, what are you doing? I'm at the car dealership looking at cars. You ain't going to leave without a car. I'm like, mom, I'm just looking. They're not going to sell me. She's like, you have a down payment and a trade-in. You are not what leaving. Is, how much did you go in for with your down payment? 2500 And you had a trade-in? Yeah, don't leave that lot with a quad. <laughs> like, we like the quads. <laughs> oh, um, <laughs> and so it's like I, I got the car, so my mom's like, "You're not leaving without a car." I was just like, "No, mom, I'm just looking and seeing how much they're gonna give me for Roberta." Blah 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 blah. And this time they're about to close. I, no, you ain't leaving that lot without a car. They will stay at the dealership for a sale. So I, they will. And I walked in just looking and walked out with a car. <laughs> and yeah. Um, and like I went to therapy that next week and she's like, what's wrong? I was like, something bad's going to happen. And she's like, what do you mean? I was like, I'm it's going to be, it's going to be bad. My roommate's going to kick me out and I'm just going to be sitting here with a car that I can't afford and just living in it because that's all I have. And she's just like, why is that? I was like, because good things don't happen to me. And it's like I, I like I get up and go to work every day. Like I do, like I. Why shouldn't have... good things happen to you? And you get exactly. up and go to work every single day. It's like, like you do what needs to I'm be supposed done. to do. Yeah, yeah. And why should you feel bad for buying a car? Yeah, and and, you know, and it's common. Like it's common amongst 
my friends. I think a friend of mine, you know, she had like, I think like it's just ingrained in us that to appreciate what we have. And although we appreciate what we have, but it's like, you know, our sister's going through it right now. Like, should she get her car fixed or just get a new car? And I'm like, you should just get a new car. Cause it's like, it's, you know, it's just, it's one of those things where, you know, it's, yeah, just, we deserve to be, we deserve to to luxuriate and, you know, Mm-hmm. have you know live our lives and spend our money the way we fucking see fit so, so yeah yeah it was but, there was but girl it was it was just so funny just watching all those people just look at us like and we like and just girls like and women just kept coming in just coming it's like in. yeah we're already seated and then like more people kept arriving yeah, like, to the party and they're like but i great. know everybody was dressed to impress everybody was looking good yes her done nails nice. done outfit yes. just on oh, on fleek do they say fleek anymore do these do they know. what do these kids say in the streets I don't girl know. I, don't know. I don't know you know what they say is like yo drip is nice because and that leads me to another to a funny story you know, <laughs> yo, a, ooh, your drip is nice i was gonna a, say that to somebody at work next week oh god behind the bar so, so, my, so there's a store <laughs> called drip nation oh west florison and chambers yeah, I wouldn't. Pro- we should go in that store just for content. So, mom goes, What the hell is Drip Nation? I'm like, Mom, Drip <laughs> is like a slang word for like, you look nice. Goes, She's like, Well, tell me something. And it was, it was just so funny because it was just a moment where it's just like, God, I'm so old and so was my mom. So, yeah, it was just funny. Yeah, because Fleek is not cool anymore. Kickback is the word for a party instead of, I take kickback as like, what you should get back from something that you like put into something like you know like Like, what's my kickback from this like doctors can't get kickbacks from insurance companies like that's what i see when i hear kickback yeah that is insurance fraud (laughs) (laughs) speaking of frauds (laughs) you (laughs) i watched the uh the special uh for jen shaw from the Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. Do you know about her? Yeah, didn't she get? Didn't she get? She's in jail because I heard about this because speak and again. Speaking of fraud, the Chrisleys <laughs> had to report to prison. So, mm-hmm. so they so they were talking about that. And, and look, Todd is gay. I don't give a damn. That man is gay. I mean, Todd Chrisley is gay. He'll be popular in prison. Mm-hmm. I said I mean, no, he, shade, no judgment, but it's like no. I thought, I, I thought it was funny that he was talking about. They were talking about one of his because one of his employees had, you know, made made that the one that turned him in was like, you know, we had a relationship of an intimate nature, and Todd tried to throw tea talking about. It's like if I was with a man, a guy like that, ew. I'm just like, okay, Todd. So now so, you're yeah. ashamed that you were with this man, but you were clearly with this man. What a Kiki, Kiki so, Palmer. Yeah. I don't know who that man is. <laughs> sorry. Sorry so, for this man. <laughs> but, she, but the one from Salt Lake City, did she like defraud a bunch of senior citizens? She was running a multi-million dollar scam with with older, like older people. I don't want to say older elderly. Older adults, people, yeah. Older adults. And like basically... She was saying she was only giving leads to people where these leads would then transcend to 
another set of people that would call these leads and they would try to sell them products. But it was like clickbait. Like you see like working mm-hmm. home and you would click on it and you they would have you sign up for something for $99. And it just all these, they would get bombarded and swarmed with all these calls and mm-hmm. people trying to like say, well, we'll help you you know, make this money back if you, you know, work with us and all this stuff, like just scamming people, but like really being manipulative and persuasive and like using their credit cards and like just charging thousands and thousands and thousands. There's like audio Mm -hmm. of these people she was affiliated with saying, well, I got this person for another $10,000 today. Mm -hmm. But she took it to a point to where she was working with this guy who was on the show. This is the thing. They tell these people, all your secrets are going to come out. All your secrets, that you, everything will be exposed. Everything will be exposed. You can't hide from anything. Mm -hmm. Um, And she was basically part of it where they weren't even, there weren't even products. Like Mm -hmm. the products weren't even something. It was just, there was nothing there. They were just stealing money from these people. So people yeah. thought they were getting help, help with their website or their, you know, just like help, like their business functions, you know, their services. They were non-existent. There was no product. Mm-hmm. There were no services. These people went on their websites. The websites weren't even up. That 404 would pop up or like unauthorized or whatever. So they were just stealing money from these people. And that's what she was doing. And all the stuff that she had, like the house was not hers, it was rented. The Porsche she was driving was not hers. She had fake designer counterfeit purses, shoes, all kinds of stuff. Jewelry was on loan. Like, stuff was not hers. This yeah. woman was living a lie. Yeah, and... that's the exact same thing with the Chrisleys. Like, they were, they were giving, they were getting money from, like, these little community banks instead of like the big banks because the big the smaller banks would 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 get them just would give them credit just on their celebrity status. So it was a whole hot mess. And then tax I need to look more into that one because like because yeah, like, uh, I yeah, remember like when they moved to Nashville because their daughter went to Lipscomb University. Like mm-hmm. how like humiliating is that? Like how mm-hmm. as a as like your parents, like you, you have fucked your kids' lives up. You have, like, you know what I'm saying? Like everybody mm-hmm. is gonna base you off what your parents did. I would change my last name. I'd be like, uh, uh-uh, uh. Yeah. No. So, like, essentially, like in summary, uh, they were found guilty of federal charges of bank fraud and tax evasion and submitting false documents to take out loans to fund their lavish lifestyle. So they were so um so they would go to, to do... like they would go to someplace like a credit union that wasn't a co-op and get along they would just because let me see turn themselves in oh, charges series because they were in tennessee right they got caught in tennessee they got caught they... in georgia were they living in georgia they i guess they had property in georgia Okay. All right. So, but it was a, oh girl, it was a mess. And so like, (laughs) they essentially were, you know, they were using these loans to like, like you said, just fund their, this lavish lifestyle. And it's like, the thing about it is 
it's like mom always said, it's people with money that don't pay their bills. You and know it's what? Like you really mama, mama, she, she does say that. That is yep. one of her, that's one of her things. That's one of the things she said various times. It's right. people with money that don't pay, pay their, their bills. bills. And you just be like, what? But they, ha- but that's what you're supposed to do with money is pay your bills. <laughs> so, pay your bills, invest it. But it's definitely I do, something. I do acorns and Elevest. I like acorns because it's simple, and I like. Yeah, um, I have I have acorns too. I have I started an IRA with acorns. And then there's another one called Elevest. It's specifically for women. So, oh. well, maybe I need to look at that Elevest. I think I've seen that pop up on my Instagram or some, I think I have seen that before. I think I've seen that before. I mean, it's important for us as women, especially single women to be more financially savvy and learn how to use money more wisely. It's like a lot of times people talk about, you know, not being, not depending on a man and things like that, but it's just like you, it's one of those situations where heaven forbid you know, he, you know, heaven forbid something happens and you, it's like people die every day. (laughs) You know, your spouse dies and you have absolutely nothing in your name and you can't do anything. So. Did Mr. Big put stuff, did they have, did Carrie have stuff in her name? Do we remember? I don't know. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure. But it's like people need to understand that as well. It's like girlfriend, baby mama, you know, like you. That doesn't entitle you to anything just because y'all been together. It does not entitle you to a damn thing. The next of kin is spouse. Like, and I know people can contest. You know, adult children can contest wills all day, every day. But a lot of times, you know, if they're married, there's no reason to contest it. Especially if you're an adult child. Like, you got your own shit going on. So, why do you mm-hmm. need your dead parent stuff? But whatever, not the point of my story. But, yeah. And there was one, like, there there was one of my, uh, there was one of the podcasts that I listened to or something that I follow. They had made that, um, that situation very clear that it's like so many, so many people get get all caught up with the, well, women are too masculine, blah, 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 blah. At the end of the day, being able to financially take care of yourself is just being a fully functioning fucking adult. Thank you. (laughs) Say it again for the people in the cheap seats. It's it's like, again, being able to take care of your basic needs is being a fully functioning adult. Like, Mm -hmm. I'm not out here trying, like, I wasn't a Barbie doll. Like, it's not like, you know, I graduated high school and my parents are taking care of me until I get married. No, I'm an adult. My parents take care of me until until I'm out of school. And then once I'm out of school, the expectation is that you get a job and you be able to take care of yourself. Is that but why you were, you were in school for so long? I'm just playing. I'm just playing. Um, I'm just kidding. Because my I'm parents kidding. took care of me so much. <laughs> no, I, hell, what would be my reason now? Because I don't have to pay right now, but not the point of the story. <laughs> but yeah. I mean, oh. shit. That's look. That, look. You think I'm? I I can't wait till I move home. I mean, I'm, it's gonna be. I, it's, I'm gonna make Mama gonna be mad at me because it's gonna be a whole. It's gonna be a whole new world. She she already said I don't think I want kid to live with us. <laughs> I'm just like. But it's like I saw it's this just... one girl on TikTok. She was like, some of her friends make fun of her because she lived with her parents. 
She's like, yeah, I'm saving money and investing and I'm living at home while y'all paying $16.50 in rent. And she was just exactly. dancing in this nice-ass house that she stayed with her, with her parents. And I'm like, I mean, if you have that ability, if you have the relationship with your family to where it, I mean, because when I left, mom always said, you can always come home. Yeah, you can always come home. You know, and, you know, the recent happenings in our family have really like made me and we talked about it on the last episode it's just like Mm -hmm. you know I some people don't have that option I have that option there's a lot of people that don't have that option to go home and it's mind boggling to me because I don't know that life I don't know that life and I'm yeah. so grateful and blessed that I don't have to worry about that life. I even thought about, you know, it's really crazy. I had this thought this week. And I don't know if I ever talked about this in the podcast, um, but I re- <laughs> this is a really personal thing. There's, there's some people, some people outside of the family that may know about this, but now whoever listens to this episode, they gonna know. So remember <laughs> when I think... Maybe I was about, we were on Euclid. Okay. And remember the fight with the hatchet? Yes. And mom said, I can't, I'm not going to say the name. Yes. But. Blankety blank. Blankety blank. I'm going to chop your motherfucking head off. Yeah. And I was the one that was like, no, mom, you're going to kill him. And Uh I was like eight or nine, Mm -hmm. maybe. And I thought to myself, if that really would have happened, I don't know if mom would have went to jail, but if she did go to jail, we wouldn't have been in us. How, well, how would it have affected us? But I don't think we would have been in the system because somebody in the family would have taken us in. Oh yeah. We would have been, we would have been with somebody. Yeah. And I was, we would have more than like, we would have even been with Jeannie or Pauline. I'm, I'm convinced of that. Yeah. I just, I, that, that, thought about that for some reason because I was like we wouldn't have never been in the system no we would have just been with family you know I mean we would have the way the process goes we would have briefly been in the system just because that's a process because and we don't know what mom had set up for us so we don't know if mom had any like had something considered for that particular reason and who knows I mean it probably just would have been like okay well Rita's in prison, so somebody takes a girl. Well, like, we know mom ain't afraid to go to jail. Like, she is. She is. Yeah, Rita no, Walls, she's Cleveland, afraid. Still to this day, she may not be able to be, she may not be quick and nimble, but she's still mm-hmm. savage. Don't get yes, it twisted. Yes. Like, Don't we get it do twisted. know that about our mother. She's yes. the nerve of her. <laughs> the nerve of her. The nerve of her. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh y'all, we're still. I'm still not bringing that story. It's I'm. A, I'm still. I'm. I'm setting that on a shelf on the shelf for a minute. I'm. I still. We still not gonna talk about that one yet. But when I do talk about the it, the nerve of her. This look, people have. I've. I've. I've talked to people about this situation that we will discuss later in a later episode. But these people are like, what the fuck is wrong with this person? The nerve of her. That's the, just and there's yeah, there's like it's just 
I'm so glad that I find humor. I found humor in it like pretty quickly, like after the fact, but then like the other thing happened and then I was just like, oh my God, like this is just, this is ridiculous. Um, Mm -hmm. But coming, coming to a podcast near you, (laughs) Mm -hmm. we will talk about the situation. Um, I'm just, I'm, I'm still letting it marinate just a little bit longer before I actually release all of this information. Cause there's like levels to it. Um, but man, that was a lot of stuff we talked about. We went from your, 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 your fierce dinner. <laughs> yeah. So nice. mama, I'm stopping somebody head off. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Oh my goodness gracious. Well, um, well, that was your week. <laughs> that was that happened a couple of weeks ago. Yes. Um I'm trying to think. Well, I had that thought that week. I don't know why that thought came into my mind. It was so random. I don't even know what I was doing when I thought about it. I don't know. Um let's see. I am like I am waiting to turn down a job offer because I have another opportunity with another company. Um, that's, that's probably been like a highlight of my week going from like having really a difficult time trying to find a job. Hence like me moving home to Mm -hmm. now having like options. And I actually called Tiffany and was telling her, you know, I'm to the point now where it's like, I don't want to, I want to make the decision that I want to make for myself versus for someone else. Like, the position that I am turning down, this position's been open for seven months. And I know I'm a perfect fit, but it's not necessarily not necessarily something I'm really interested in doing. I was mm. only gonna take the opportunity because it was an opportunity. But yeah. it wasn't what I really wanted to do. So, you know, I didn't take the offer I didn't take him up on the offer right away. I told him to give me over the weekend. And then literally like that following, I think that same day or the following day, I had a phone call from someone that I've known for years that works for a company and there's going to be an opening and she's referring me to her manager that already is aware that I'm looking for work and she's seen my resume and all that. Um, That's something that's more in line with what I'm looking for is going to work for me. Mm -hmm. So so that has been, I mean, that's been the highlight of my week. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you know what else I wanted to talk about? What's that? The Golden Globes. Okay. Yeah, we can do yes. that. Yes. I definitely wanted, we we normally have a pre-session and I just looked at my notes and I was like, oh my God, how did I forget about the Golden Globes? Because one of our favorite shows... <laughs> <laughs> I'm all caught up on it for this season. I'm really happy. Oh my god! It's just so. a little. There's the writing. Abbott Elementary, y'all. That's what we're talking about. Abbott Elementary, mm-hmm. which has been picked up for a third season. Yes, which is awesome. Like sometimes I have to rewatch episodes because I'll miss things. Mm-hmm. I'll miss like little like quirky innuendos and stuff. And I'm actually mm-hmm. in this group on Facebook for the show. <laughs> That's how much I'm into it. But mm-hmm. um, but yeah, for the show, um, 
Well, overall, let's talk about the Golden Globes. Did you watch them? Are you aware of what happened? No, I am not. Okay. I, I don't really watch award shows, so. Okay. I but mean, I, I used to back in the day. I used to back yeah. in the day. Okay. I don't think I've watched. I don't think I've watched. In a, I mean, like, this is how bad it is. Like, I didn't see the initial Will Smith slap. And you know how much I love Will Smith. So, I mean, you I, the you did the initial slap. You saw it after it happened when it was posted I, all over social Deani media. had to call me to let me know. <laughs> she was like, "Did you see?" She's like, "Did you just see your boyfriend?" I said, "What are you talking about? Are you not watching the Oscars?" No. And yeah, it was voluptuated all over the place. So, oh, yeah. Okay. That's funny. That's funny. Well, let's what see here. To, what happened? At so, the um. Okay, I did see the movie Elvis with Austin Butler and Tom Hanks. I did watch it. It was yeah, it was really good. It was really good. It was really good. And Austin Butler won Best Actor for that role. He played Elvis. Yes, which was I think he did a great job. He I think he did awesome a fantastic job. job. Um, Angela Bassett won Best Supporting Actress for Wakanda Forever. Yes, and I believe that's I don't I believe that's the first time. Um, a Marvel movie won yeah, Marvel in that movie category. Has one, yeah. uh-huh. Yes, and where is her Oscar? Oh, if she Regina King was in it on HBO. I know what you're talking about. I know what you're talking about, but I can't think of it right now. Yeah, it's like I can see it. I'm gonna have to look it up. I'm just looking up. But um, a very controversial win was Evan Peters and Dahmer. He won for Best Actor, which I'm not surprised. People who could stomach watching it. Like, yeah. It's just, it's funny because, um, shout out to Demetria O. Lucas, Ratchet and Respectable. Um, she talked about how she wants to watch it for Niecy Nash as well. Because didn't Niecy Nash win? Uh, Niecy Nash. I don't think she won an award. She, or was she nominated? She was just nominated. She was nominated for Best Supporting Actress. She was nominated. But she okay. didn't win. That was Jennifer but, Coolidge that won okay. for the White Lotus. So, but she wants to watch it for Nisi Nash, but she's going to have to watch it during the day. She can't watch it at night. Yeah. yeah. Um, let me, oh, the White Lotus had two um, nominations in that category. But yeah, um, Nisi Nash was great in it too. Mm-hmm. She was, Nisi Nash is, she been in the game for a minute, y'all, too. So don't get it twisted. Nisi Nash. Yeah. Niecy Nash is she. I've been rocking with Niecy since her clean house days. Mm-hmm. And there's actually a channel that has like old school shows on it on the antenna because, yes, I'm old. So, like, that like guy, I'm old school, that has clean house on it at night. And I'm just like, man, can Niecy Nash come clean my house? <laughs> so, yeah. Oh, man. Um, but, uh, and then um, Tyler James Williams won for Best Supporting Actor for Abbott Elementary. In yes. music or com- so, he is I mean, so fine. I just, I know, mm. I know. I recently watched um, a movie on Netflix. Um, was it the one with him and Big Ass Girl World. from Mo- the Modern Family? From Modern Family, <laughs> yeah, I did watch that. It was a very cute movie. Yes, it, it was, was very, cute. very cute. It was very cute. Yeah, he's come a long way since everybody hates Chris. I'll tell you. Yes, that much. he has. He finally and Orlando Bloom playing his dad is genius. I'm it's just like genius. I'm like, wait a second. I was like, who thought of that? 
fight it? Or no, not Orlando Bloom. <laughs> Orlando no, Orlando Jones. Brown. I know who you're talking about. Orlando Brown. It's not Orlando. Who's Orlando Jones? Is he from Disney? Yeah, he is, that is Orlando Jones. Okay, but, Orlando hold on. Jones. There's too many Orlandos. Hold on. Or- like not Orlando Bloom. <laughs> Orlando. Jones. Orlando, okay. Orlando Jones is his dad. Orlando Bloom is obvious. Orlando Brown is the fucked up kid from the Disney show because he's just okay. messed up. Okay, that's three different, three totally different Orlandos. Okay, yes. Orlando Jones playing <clears throat> Tyler James Williams' dad <laughs> is Jesus. Yes, I'm like, who, you know what? Who? They look, they and they look like they could be father and son in real life. Who? Because when they when they did that, like when it first popped up, me and Chris were in here like, oh man, and like people literally thought for a very significant amount of time that they were actually father and son. I mean, like, it's, they, definitely, that's yeah. great casting because yes. they they favor each other. Like, mm-hmm. yes, they do. It's great. It's great. But um, so yeah, that the Golden Globes, um, Charlize Ralph was nominated. Um, for Best Supporting Actress. Ozark has ended. The series has ended. I didn't like how it ended, but we're not going to... That's a whole other episode. We're not going to get into that. Tiffany, I don't know if you watched Ozark. I tried to get into it. I didn't. I tried to get into it for the simple reason that I love Jason Bateman. Yeah. And Ozark is in Missouri, but I just couldn't get into it. I don't yeah. know. I'm weird. I started watching Arrested Development. Okay. The series that was on... FX. FX. It was on FX. Because it comes, of it still comes on FX. Yeah. Oh, it does? Just That's reruns? when I know it's time to go to bed because the rest of development comes on. <laughs> um, but in that category, Janelle James, uh, who is Ava. <laughs> I have a love-hate relationship with Ava. Like, I want to love her, but sometimes, but sometimes I just want to punch her in the face. Like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Just the stuff that she says. I'm just like, oh, my goodness. She was like, she said something about Stranger Things. What's your favorite song? What's your favorite song? <laughs> I was like, oh my God. I was like, stop it. Oh, goodness gracious. That was, uh, I just, like, there's so many, like, you have to pay attention because the innuendos, I mean, they're supposed to be quick. That's what innuendos are. They're quick, yeah. witty, you know, they're just like, they're just points in the show to where I literally have to, like, rewind and look, especially their facial expressions when they look in the camera. Yeah. <laughs> Tyler is Tyler James Williams is just is that that's why he won that award. Like, <laughs> great. It's so great. It's really good. And you know what else is a good show that what? I don't think a lot of people talk about? I think it comes on after Abbott Elementary is Home Economics. I haven't watched that. That is actually a cute show. I don't know what it's about, so I'm just it's like... It's a cute show. Topher Grace is in it. Mm-hmm. And speaking of Topher Grace, they have released that 90s show on Netflix, too. Yes, have you watched it? I haven't watched it I watched it the first episode, and Homegirl was singing Alanis Morissette, and I was like, this show already has captured my soul. <gasps> oh, my God. Yes. Yes. Oh, my goodness. Well, what else is going on? Um... Let's see. Oh, you know I live in Florida for now. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I have not gotten my ID from Florida because I'm not. I don't plan on staying here very long. You don't plan on being a Florida resident. 
No, I don't plan. <laughs> I don't plan on being a Florida resident. No, not at all. Um, so, Governor DeSantis decided uh, because of his woke act, and we all know that when he says woke, he means black. We need to mm-hmm. make that very clear. When yes. that when the woke act, it should it, you can't call it the black act because mm-hmm. you know that would be politically incorrect. So he uses the word woke in place of black. Call a spade a spade. That's what it is. It is mm-hmm. an act against anything that has to do with people of color. Period. So mm-hmm. when Gavin Newsom, wait, let me hold. I love him. Gavin Newsom is the governor of California. Who I definitely think needs to run for president. I really, really do. I think he needs to put in a bid for president. That's just my personal opinion. Mm-hmm. Um, but when, let me see. I even hate the fact that I'm typing this man's name into my phone. <laughs> Like, seriously, like, I don't, oh, okay. Gavin Newsom tweeted, um, I think this is from December. A federal judge asked Ron DeSantis, general counsel, to define woke. His answer, woke, is, quote, the belief there is a systemic, there are systemic injustices in America, in America, hold on, let me start over. It just makes me so mad. (laughs) It just really pisses me off. His answer, woke, is, quote, the belief that there are systemic injustices in American society and the need to address them. That's what he said. And then then at the end, it says... Systemic injustices against whom? Okay. What does he think woke means? He defines, like, and he doesn't say, like, specifically, like, towards who, but we know who he's talking about. Because the Woke Act is geared towards people of color. And then at the end of this tweet, it says DeSantis, Florida, where civil rights go to die. Basically. So. I hate Florida. Sorry. He he had decided to ban African American studies from high school classrooms. And he said that it violates the woke act if they teach these classes. So Florida has decided to push back because Florida, according to the CNN.com article from the 20th of the state based its assertions of the course on an 81 page syllabus from February, 2022, according to the list of concerns, their objections cover six topics, topics of study all in the fourth and final unit when students study movements and debate. A previous draft version of the concerns sent to CNN by DeSantis' office included an objection of the study of black of the Black Power Movement and the Black Panther Party. The draft version asserted that the Black Panther Party was based on ide- ideology of Marxism and Leninism. Goal of the BPP was to fundamentally change or overthrow the American government. However, in an updated version of the state's concerns, Reference to the Black Panther Party were removed and replaced with the objection to the study of Black queer studies. I don't want to hear anymore. I know. It's like, it's just so crazy. So 
I just, I mean, it's, I don't understand. I really don't. It said the college board declined in a previous statement to CNN to directly address the decision in Florida, but said, we look forward to bringing this rich and we look forward to bringing this rich and inspiring exploration of African-American history and culture to students across the country. My thing is, so, and there was also reports that DeSantis said that African-American history is inaccurate. Yes. And I'm like, so if you're saying that the history is inaccurate, then what does it say about the history that you're teaching? So you're just not going to teach about Black people, period? Like, you're just not going to allow that. You're just not going to, you're just going to say no. Like, none of this ever happened. We're not going to talk about it. We're just going to, we're just going to not. They're going to pretend like it never happened. It never existed. It's, 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 it's not important. It's not important at all. Is that what we're doing here? Is that what he's trying to do? The thing that scares me is this man can be, it has a chance to become president. That's what fucking scares the shit out of me is that 2024 is right around the corner, y'all. Mm-hmm. And we can either move forward or take a hundred steps back. And I really don't want it to be like, you remember when Trump was in hey. office? Was that the dog? Who was barking? The, you know who the big one is? You, well, Max don't like it either. Max, Max does not. Max does not like any of this at all. Seriously, it's just like, like it leaves. It, I never thought that in my. I'm 43 now, and we all know that racism exists. It's never going to go anywhere. But I feel mm-hmm. like we haven't really moved as far away as we should be. No, we're taking we're taking steps backwards and not forwards. And it's like, and I don't understand why. But because the thing what about is it the is problem? That it's accountability. Because if you, if you hold someone accountable, like it's, you know, the critical race theory debate, they're just like, because you have to remember, Ruby Bridges is still alive. Mm-hmm. So the reason our that, story is not important, that's what that that's what that's Ruby what Bridges is saying. But the thing about it is the reason why it matters so much is because if Ruby Bridges is still alive, that means the people that taunted her and the reason for what, that why it's such a historical event, those people are still alive. And some of those, like, and, you know, that means that, you know, Nanny and Pop Pop are going to have to answer for their actions and they don't want to. They don't want to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because in their eyes, they're not the bad guys. They're not the villains. So, you know, and that's just the way it is. But, you know, I just it just makes me sick to my stomach. Yeah. And I put like I would I put stuff like that like on my Instagram and Facebook like cuz like people need to know like and if and I really really hope that like if people that say they're like my friends and they like disagree with me posting that just please feel free to delete yourself from my page. Mm-hmm. Cuz if you support if you support Ron DeSantis in this decision, then you are a pathetic excuse for a human being. There's no reason why you shouldn't, like, you should agree with this. Period. I don't care. It's not up for debate. I'm sorry. Actually, I'm not sorry. I'm not apologizing for that. I'm not going to apologize for wanting everyone to know about my history. Our history. 
because my history is that white person's history and they need to know that they need to understand that it's not just it's not one-sided it's how it's it's uh, it's all a conglomerate of all of this fucking bullshit (laughs) that we are dealing with it's part of the reason why i really don't want to have children Mm -hmm. to subject them to this bullshit i can't it's 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 insane it is insane to me how we grew up and like what we dealt with and to think that like it hasn't changed anything mm-hmm. at all it's only it's getting worse yeah it's only getting worse and it infuriates me that there are people out here supporting this and nothing's being done to fight it and this man can possibly run for president like i know people that he in florida florida didn't have covid i don't i'm pretty sure most of you are aware that florida <laughs> did not have covid they were in Florida straight kicking it the whole time. I was down here. I was working. There were no, nothing, nothing. And, you know, people that I know were like, well, Ron DeSantis is so great. He said, fuck this. Fuck, fuck all that. You know, we're going to, we're going to stay open and we're going to, you know what I mean? Yeah. But it's like, okay, you're supporting that, but are you supporting this? Are you supporting this? What he's doing right now? Please tell me. Because I need to reevaluate some situations. <laughs> for real, for real. But well, speaking that's of how reevaluating huh? some situations. Speaking of re- reevaluating some situations. <laughs> oh, shit. I just I can't date anymore. I can't do it. <laughs> Look, Tiffany, you know how I feel. I know how we, you feel. We are fuck boy free in 2023. And from here on out. Because it is just, no, it is. I mean, considering, disappointing. considering I fixed the vacuum. He cooked dinner and took care of so many other things today and watched football. I mean, I'm pretty much a dude anyway. So, <laughs> but it's yes. like, I, I... You used you use tools today. Yes, I used tools today. And it's like, I'm so sad because the anonymity, the anonymity behind online dating, it... I kind of just want to ask sometimes, like, would you say this to me if we met the old-fashioned way, just, like, out at a bar and club somewhere? Because this guy goes to me. <laughs> oh, God. He tell, hold on. Let's, let's, let's open it up, shall we? At this the point, receipts. I'm just doing... Let's open up the receipts. So this guy tells me, um, I want to do many things with you. I'm waiting for you to okay them. And I go, such as barbecue movies when we sneak slurpees in practice buck naked karate oh he said buck naked like b-u-c-k yes not butt naked buck naked yes and in case you don't know we are in our balls to the wall segment of the podcast yeah this is the balls to the wall segment people (laughs) so and i just go you lost me at buck naked karaoke i mean not karaoke karate (laughs) buck naked karaoke would probably be a lot of but he goes, it's cool. No offense. So I'm sorry. Did you not mean to offend me? Or did you take offense to something that I said or me rejecting you? Because I said nothing to offend you at all. And I, I <laughs> that sigh, it's like you, it's, uh, uh, I just I don't. And that's why I also say, like, look, anything that is sent to me 
on my phone is fair game to use on this podcast. Yes. Because it's, it's already property. in the cloud. It's my property and it's already in a fucking cloud. This you is not already place it on the internet. So be careful when you message me. Yeah, be careful when you message either one of us because you might end up on this podcast. We may not but. say your name, but you, you will end, end up, up on, on this podcast. podcast. If it's content you, worthy and it's you may unbelievable end up enough. <laughs> yeah. You may like, yes. Mm-hmm. Or it's just like, can, y- can y'all just do me a favor? Can y'all just give me a quick blurb? Because just your picture and your name and age, no. They have no mm-hmm. bio. Like, they cannot no talk. They have nothing to say about themselves at all. Because they ain't got shit to say. <laughs> they don't. They don't. Yeah, I encountered... Well, what was real interesting is that somebody popped up in my Yelp DM. They doing that now? Are they doing that? Yes. Yelp yes, DMs? You can, prob- you can message someone on Yelp. I don't even use Yelp, but I have a, I guess I have a picture on there and somebody in California tried to holler at me in my messaging portion of Yelp. I said, this, I cannot, I can't do it. I can't do it. It's just ridiculous. So that happened in the last week or so. And then last night as I'm getting off work, um, I meet someone who was hanging out with a friend of mine um, who I'm very close to. And he also knows someone else that I am very close to too. But this dude like blatantly told me he was trying to have sex with me. And I was like, no, like I am like vagina strike. Like I am back on my celibacy journey. I am not, I am not interested in any type of sexual activity with anyone whatsoever. And, but I made the mistake of like exchanging information with him. That was your first mistake. Yeah, that was my first mistake. Because when he, when that happened, it wasn't like initially, that wasn't initially the thing. But then Mm -hmm. after he had gotten my phone number, he had like let, he was like trying to like get me to leave with him. And I was like, no, like I'm probably going to stop by my friend's house and have a drink and then like go get food and go home. Like that's what I'm going to do. I mean, I get up the, where I work. I'm off work at 3 a.m. So I'm mm. not. No. So this person proceeds to call me like six different times, sends me his location. It was like between. Hold on. Let's look. Between 511 and 609, I got one, two, three, four, five, six mixed, mixed calls. He messages me. And at four, hold on. At five oh nine, he messages me at five oh nine, and sends me his location. And literally, I'll have to post like what it says because <laughs> somebody. I don't know if you can like see this. Can you see what it says? Yes. <laughs> Look, it's literally. 509, where are you? Then he sends me his location. He pins me. Hello. Hey. And it's... Take a hit and go to bed, sir. I'm like, fool. Like, are you kidding me? And he's 30. He's 38. I think he said he's 38. And I'm just like, I just don't understand. Like, I already told you it's not going to happen. I am not interested. Like, I 
I'm only talking to you because you are associated with people that I know and care about. So I gave you a chance. But now you doing this? I don't want anything to do with you. Like, no. Like, this is not, no, absolutely not. So good thing he's not from here. Yeah. He doesn't live here. Thank God. Jesus Christ. I just don't. I just, no. Mm-mm. Fuck boy free in 2023. I just don't have the energy anymore. No. I'm just tired. That I want. It's not going to happen. And it's just like, oh. So it's just for What, Leroy's Hawkins? Yeah. Yeah. We can dream. We all have have a dream. (laughs) We can so dream. Every time I see him on Chicago PD, I just smile because I know he just. He just does it for you. Like, that's it. Oh, just say, just, just, just talk to me. Just arrest me. <laughs> read me my rights. <laughs> oh, I know I have the right to remain silent. All the more to just listen to you. Just. <laughs> oh, my God. You made that's me choke on that one. That's, that's the motherfucker that I would be willing to change my last name. Like, I would be <laughs> Tiffany Renee Hawkins. In a <laughs> not even hyphenated just not drop the hyphenated. just <laughs> drop the mama I'm dropping my last name I'm sorry <sighs> oh lord Jesus in the meantime we got dudes out here that can't even spell their own last name like what the fuck <laughs> can't can you know I told a dude once I was like you just don't like vowels do you <laughs> It's one of those situations where was like, so confused. He was like, what? And then it's like, I know what well, you mean. I know what you mean. But it's but like that. just like, stop. Just you have a hundred and sixty characters. And I'm not worth O O D O R N G O R N I N G after G and N. G good. G-U-D-M-O-R-N. <laughs> that's, what, that's what you get. G-U-D. Like, or like you get, or you get W-S-P for what's up. Like, what? Oh, they don't even do like W-A-S-S-U-P? Just W-S-P. That's, that's what's up. That's what. So I just. I, then I got a, oh, oh, then I got a marriage proposal. Excuse me? First first message. First time out the gate. Out the gate. I want to marry you. Sir, I don't even know you. I don't like what is your name? What is your blood type? What is your what is your medical history? Uh do you have a job? Do you live is your place in your name? How many kids do you have? Are you in a relationship? Is there anybody that thinks that you are in a relationship with them? Like, there's so many other questions. You can't just go. You he can't just marry me. Sorry, race horse. That's the race horse. He out the gate for, first, just mm-hmm, and go fuck it up for everybody. We that's the kind of just, person you can't take nowhere. Just I can't. Then you got the dude who want like our sisters sisters guy who wants to wants oh, to come no, with that one. To, to our birthday celebration, to my birthday celebration, sir. No, that is a negative. Well, didn't she block this dude, and then she yes. proceeded to then he proceeded to find her on other forms of social media? Yes, 
and that's another thing. It's sad, but there are women out here dying because they are not interested. Yeah. Women are being killed because mm-hmm. they don't want to be associated with a, 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 yeah. a man. And that's fucked up. That's what that's it's fucked up. It's like, it's, sir, I'm like, why don't you come to Alabama student? Wait, what was this? Sir, I don't, I watch way too much fatal attraction. No, I'm not coming to your house. I do not know you. That's why, like, you like you meet in a public place. Like, you I don't meet in a public know place. Where I live. You meet in a public place because I don't know what you don't know where I live. I don't, and, I don't want or, nobody knowing where so, I live, no, or so that people. Like when you go, when you trace my steps, you go, oh yeah, she was with this dude. Like, so somebody can identify you. (laughs) Yeah, there was a University of Alabama student and who was on the basketball team who killed a woman because she rejected him. Wait, I'm trying to see. I'm trying to look it up. Okay, here it is. University of Alabama basketball player Darius Miles charged with the murder and the killing of a 23-year-old woman. Basically, what I have seen and heard is that um, Miles was making advances at her and she declined his attention and he refused to go away. So you kill her? Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. Y'all ego's just fragile, and y'all don't know how to control y'all emotions. Like, that don't make no sense. Yeah, It's like, I don't yep. get it. I don't understand. And, I, and she was with her boyfriend when this happened. And she was killed? She was visiting. Harris, who lived in Birmingham, was in Tuscaloosa with her boyfriend to visit her cousin at the university, her mother, DeCarla Cotton. Yeah. So she was in town with her boyfriend. She was in a relationship. And she was visiting her cousin that went to the school. And mm-hmm. they had stopped to get something to eat when when he approached her. And he she just she didn't she just declined his advances. Like, you know. Like, no thanks. You know, like people and it's just it's just it's so sad that like now, like, what are we supposed to like give a fake phone number just so we can say like you can't even like? That's why I walk around with like a a bitch face, a bitch resting bitch face on my face. Like I'm not trying to smile at nobody. I don't want to talk to you. They Absolutely don't even not. They still be like, you look so much prettier if you smiled. I just don't speak. I just do not speak at all. I had somebody that tried to tell me to smile the other day at work. Did I, did I say this on the last podcast? No, I didn't. Maybe. No, 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 no. Because we haven't recorded since um, since Al passed, my coworker. Mm-hmm. Um, somebody was telling me the day before his funeral, and I'm at work where I last saw him, and somebody, yeah, why don't you smile? I said, you know what? I have a funeral to go to tomorrow. I'm not really in a good mood. I don't want to smile. Like, no, I'm just like. Don't feel like it. I don't feel like it. I don't. I really, really don't. I wish people would tell people to stop smiling because you don't know. Maybe you don't feel like smiling today. Do you feel like smiling every goddamn day? I don't. 
But if something funny, I'm going to laugh. But if I don't want to smile, I'm not going to fucking smile. I'm just not. Deal with it. I'm definitely not going to smile at you. You getting on my damn nerves. Get the fuck out of my face. Seriously. Jesus Christ. But that is really sad that that young woman lost her life because she didn't want to be bothered with this man that was that was trying to make advances at her. She wasn't interested. Yeah, she was in a relationship. Yeah. Just like you that man, you are that insecure and your ego is just so I just, I don't understand it. You need to get out of that space of the ego. I just, mm, it's so bad. It's just, it's horrible. It's so horrible. It's like you, you can be single and alive and dating and dead. Like I just, I just rather be single and alive. Exactly. Seriously. And I'm gonna continue to walk. I'm gonna, I'm gonna just pretend like I'm deaf that I can't hear you. And I'm gonna start doing sign language because you know they don't do, they don't do sign, they don't know what I'm saying. Because that you know, you know they don't know ASL. So then you, then you go for here and get somebody to know ASL. You're gonna be like, oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be like A B C D. I'm gonna be doing the alphabet. I do want to learn. I do want to learn sign language. Though. That's something I do want to try to do this year. I want to. I want to. I want to get back in learning French. I do want to learn Spanish, and I want to learn sign language. Tu hablas espan. Tu hablas espanol. Je parle le français. Comment allez-vous? You don't know what I just said. Okay. 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 In in um. Pourquoi is what in French? I believe pourquoi is what in French. Um, let's see. Well, condolences to um, Jemiah Janae Harris's family because that's just sad. Mm. That's really sad. I can't. There's, I can't deal with any more death. Seriously, no. I, it's just it's it's. I think it's just loss in general. Just like it's not just death. It's just loss. So, mm-hmm. and it's like, which leads me into, you know, our mental health moment for this week. So, um, which is grief. So grief is a response to, lo- to loss. Um, while many focus on the emotional aspect of grief, it's worth noting that there's physical, social, and cognitive reactions um, as well. Grief is sometimes described as a deep distress after a loss, uh, particularly a death. And so I think we spoke about it on the last episode where, you know, we recently lost our aunt and our great uncle um, had passed away. But um, and although those those losses are pertinent and really important, um, I feel like the loss of anything is uh, very important to address because um, I experienced grief um, when I had quit a job and I was just like, I'm, you know, my therapist at the time was just like, you know, a loss is a loss. Like you expected it to be something. And then when it turned out to not be what you were expecting it to be, that's kind of difficult to take. So, you know, you have to grieve that loss. So um, I think it's very important to talk about grief in that way and not just surround it around death. Mm-hmm. I think it's really important to express how grief is related. Not, it is not just to death, but to any type of loss. Mm-hmm. So there's five stages of grief. Um, I was just about to ask you, are you going to give the five stages of grief? 
Yes. yes. So um, Take denial, note, people. <laughs> denial, anger, um, bargaining, depression, and acceptance. And there's no real, you know, order to them. They're just kind of what, like, they're just kind of what happened. So, so denial is when the emotions are overwhelming, a common reaction to respond to the sudden and intense feelings by ignoring them or pretending something didn't happen. So the denial is a defense mechanism. So numbing out the intensity of the situation and it gives the mind time to process the news gradually. So an example of the denial stage is like, he's not really gone. I keep expecting him to walk through that door anytime. So um, how to deal with that particular stage is to continue to speak about the person and the memories you share together. It can be healing to talk about how much you miss the person. So anger, when that sets in, it's a mechanism to mask the grief, hiding the pain and emotions that are surfacing on your loss. And sometimes the anger is unexplainable. Other times the anger is redirected at a person or even an inanimate object. So an example of the anger stage, this is her fault. She wouldn't be gone if she'd taken better care of herself. So, and uh, sometimes you have to lean into that pain and find a way, a healthy way to work through that emotion. Um, Anger is a very, uh, anger is usually an emotion that is used to cover up something a little bit deeper. That's what I always say. Anger, especially when you are, focusing it on someone else as well. Cause you're just, you're just kind of adding fuel to the fire and hurting other people in the process. Mm-hmm. Um, I can, mm-hmm. I can say that when our father passed away, um, our mom was really angry and she was angry. She was angry at the world. And so, and she took a lot of it out on me. And so I had to have, like, I was like, you're going to therapy. I can't do this shit with you. Anymore. Right. So, yeah. So she, she um, needs some therapy now. Yeah, she does. <laughs> like she really um, does dealing with yeah, it's she really, really mm-hmm. does. She don't have to even leave the house. She can do it virtually. Yeah. So as you move into the bargaining, and so bargaining is the third stage. As you move into the bargaining stage of grief, it's common to have helplessness and vulnerability set in. Your mind is looking for a solution to regain control of the situation. So you might be cycling through if only or what if statements. So um a hmm. common thing is like, if I would have done something different, that person would be here. Or maybe if this happened. So um, the biggest thing is accepting, accepting um, circumstances that are outside of your control. Um, and that's pretty much everything. I think a big one with our aunt is we were feeling that, well, maybe if, you know, we, we could have talked to her sooner. Duh, 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 duh. We could have done this. She would have been able to do this. And it's just like, we were, she was stuck between a rock and a hard place. She had, kidney failure and liver cancer stage four so you know it's you just kind of have to accept it and the only thing we could have gotten her the only thing we could have done is gotten her to the hospital faster that's it so uh yeah and then next stage is depression many uh many of the stages of grief are active causing you to feel intense emotions that are hard to manage people often stay proactive to run away from grief trying to stay ahead of the pain and sadness um when the depression sets in it can feel like desperation um, in the depression stage, you might feel overwhelmed or unable to cope with daily life. Some people isolate themselves from loved ones so that they can deal with the loss. Other common emotions of this stage include heaviness, fogginess, and confusion. Um, so how will you ever live without this person? And again, you have to embrace the sadness and talk with other people who are experiencing grief from loss. Um, sharing your stories is really is uh, a really good way to know that you're not alone. Will decrease the isolation effects of depression. So also a key one: practice self care. Something that I am totally working on in this process of life. And yeah, 
So <laughs> there's that. Then acceptance. Um, reaching the acceptance stage of grief doesn't necessarily mean that you feel uplifted or happy. Um, you are mm-hmm. still experiencing loss and grief, but you are coming to an understanding of the new meaning it holds in your life. Acceptance changes the way you see the world. Um, you've been through an experience that alters your perspective and shifts your priorities. Acceptance is an essential step to help you see that there is still hope in life, despite the changing emotions you may feel. You find a balance between the good and the bad, finding a way to move forward. Um, example of the acceptance stage, I'm, so, I'm just grateful that we had so many years together. We'll hold these memories and honor his legacy forever. Aww. So um, how to do, dealing, with, dealing with acceptance is focusing on self-care. Um, you know, just little things like drink. They have this one, like drink your morning coffee while watching the sunrise. I'm not up that early. So, so if you might, if you, you can find, still go outside and just look at the sky. Yeah. If you like, if you find, if you define it difficult to move past the stage of grief, then it might be time to talk to a mental health expert. So, mm-hmm. um, so yeah, just grief is, um, and you may not experience each stage. And you may not experience it in order. You may just uh, other losses in life, not just mm-hmm. because of death. I think we expect people to grieve death, but we don't expect people to grieve other losses. Other losses. So. Well, I don't think we're taught to to look at it in any other way, mm-hmm. which is which I'm glad that you brought it up in the way that you did, because, you know, and I, I have a question. The... um. Mm-hmm. The fourth stage? Depression? No. Oh, okay, maybe it's the third stage. Bargaining? Bargaining. Is this bargaining also go into, like, blame? Like, can you... Because blame... Blaming, blaming for yourself. Blaming yourself? Like, yeah. if I would have done... Does that kind of, like, co- co- like coincide with that? Yeah, that correlates with each other. So okay. Your bar- like, okay. maybe if I would have done this... It's like if I if I should I should have done something different so they'd still be here. It's like okay, but you have to realize that it's not your fault. Yeah, it's, not, it's your not, fault. not your fault. There's nothing you could have done. Di- There's nothing we you could do differently. Like, yeah, maybe if I would have done this instead of this. Maybe if I would have done no, it was gonna happen regardless. <laughs> yeah, it's sad. It's sad, but you know. <sighs> Yeah, it is. And, and, and like, the thing is, like, it does not, it doesn't necessarily get easier. Mm-hmm. Like, the you pain. You just learn like, to accept it and you learn to adapt. Yeah, because the pain never truly goes away. Yeah. It never does. Something like, happens every day that I want to tell that. Something happens every oh single God. day. Like, so many times, like, so, oh God, now I'm getting emotional. It's like, I just thought about this, like, like sometimes I'm like, I just want to call Cleve and talk to mm-hmm. him, but I can't. Just to hear him like pick up the phone and his laugh. Mm-hmm. And he never did not. He he always picked up the phone. Yeah, and I always picked up the phone when he would call. It's like, hello, love of my life. What do you want? You want something? And mom's in the background. He don't need nothing. <laughs> And he wants a Big Mac and a large fry. And I'm like, I will get you a double cheeseburger and a <laughs> small fry. <laughs> Bring me a filet of fish. Okay. <laughs> oh, God. That's definitely mom. But she, she just yells all the time. <laughs> like, are you ever? I think the only, I wonder if she yelled like that at work. No, she was always professional at work. 
<laughs> she had she's the duality. She did have the duality, but she—I'm yes. <laughs> just like, damn woman, why are you yelling she all the time? She was just being not yelling. She's... Yes, you are. <laughs> yes, you are. Yes, you are. Yes, you are. Oh man. Well, I had a little emotional moment. I'm sorry. No, don't apologize. You know me. I'd be like, yeah, but it doesn't. I just that's what I tell people. I'm like, it doesn't get easier. You just adapt. You you just you get to that acceptance and you adapt, and you just know in your heart of hearts that you are doing right by that person. So yeah. Oh man, I tell you that every time I hear September by Earth, Wind, and Fire, I'm like, that's Cleve telling me that everything's gonna be okay. Yeah, every, every time I saw, time. I saw I saw a Thunderbird the other day, and I was like, "Oh man!" <laughs> anytime, like anytime, I'm like in the car, and like something is like, like I avoided something, or like you know, because there have been sometimes I'm just in my car, and I don't even know how I got from point A to point B. Yeah, like you literally just had a blackout, <laughs> like, and it's like, and it's like I don't know how I got from point A to point B, and I'm just like, "Thanks, Dad." That's all it is. That's it. That's it. It's like, yep, yep. Yes, indeed. And now it's Anjini up there. Because there's the story that I wanted to tell at the funeral that I just could not get out. I couldn't get the words out. Was like, (laughs) they were, Bob and Cleve were over at Jeannie's house for something. I don't know what it was. But I had stopped by there and saw them in unison. All three of them go, be careful. All three of them in unison. And I'm just like, mm-hmm. oh my goodness. So, <laughs> yeah. So yeah. Yeah. It's, I know. It's, grief is tricky, but it is. We just got to talk any, about it. And there is an episode. To... I mean, it, it deals with like grieving. Like, like another thing I think we should explore maybe on another episode is anticipa- anticipatory grief. Yeah. There was a question. There's like on the article that I had found, they were talking about. Um, they had talked about my loved one hasn't died yet, but I already feel like I'm grieving. So you might be experiencing anticipatory grief. That's the mm-hmm. feeling of loss before death occurs. This often happens when someone you love has a terminal illness, has been taken into hospice, or has a disease like Alzheimer's. Your mind is starting to adjust to what is imminent, and the feeling of oncoming grief is understandable. Yeah, I think that's what I'm experiencing with her mother. Mm-hmm. Believe it or not. I think I've come to the like I've come to the realization because I didn't know what it was and think I was like avoiding a lot of things because you know you know what I'm saying and of course you're mm-hmm. there so like you totally understand but I mm-hmm. think that's what I'm dealing with mm-hmm. and I have been dealing with it for quite some time so I can only mm-hmm. imagine like your positioning and like where you are in, in mm-hmm. that um, but I definitely think that's something that we should explore in another episode. Maybe have um, Rob come in as a guest on that episode. Mm-hmm. I think he would give a great perspective on that mm-hmm. and give a great perspective on a whole bunch of other things because he's ready. He messaged <laughs> us. He messaged us in the group chat. I'm off on Wednesdays, Thursdays, yeah. and Sundays. <laughs> and I was like, okay, yeah, we need was... we need to schedule that. Yeah, that's something that um, kind of a segue into something else. It's definitely something we're gonna do. Uh, more often is have guests on um try to have guests on the show because we we know a lot a lot of interesting people yeah 
And we're also related to a lot of interesting people. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. yeah. um, I think that'll be cool to just get like, you know, some extra, some extra seasoning up in here, some extra spiciness. And yeah. uh, have some have some very very stimulating and intelligent conversation, oh, and it will be funny. Trust and believe. It will be fucking hilarious. <laughs> it will be. Did you hilarious. did you go to Ulta this week? I did go to Ulta this week, um, and I got a new listener, so that was fun. Because <laughs> we, I went in and I was looking for something, and I couldn't find it. So the person who helped me. Um, I was just like, so me and my sister have a podcast and we have this segment called Did You Go to Ulta This Week? So you will be featured on this week because you're awesome. And I forgot her name. But she gave me a free shipping coupon. So I won't have to pay for shipping. Well, that's nice. Well, let's see. When was the last time I went into Ulta? It was, did I go last week? I did go last week. Mm -hmm. Um, I did not go this past week. I actually was in Walgreens and got some products. And did you know that Black Radiance was not a Black-owned business? It's owned by an Asian-ran business? I mean... Okay. (laughs) I mean, it's been around for a while, and I needed some setting spray. Mm -hmm. And I'm also... Remember Fashion Fair? Oh. Fashion Fair! (laughs) If anybody listening to this episode remembers Fashion Fair, will you please comment or send an email or something on, like, comment on our Instagram. We'll give you all that stuff at the very, very end. Or email us, like, do something. Because I was in my mama Fashion Fair, like, I was all up in that makeup. That thick ass, cakey ass. I just look back on it. I don't think I don't they don't make it anymore. I don't think they they make fashion fair anymore. Not at all. But it's like it's just funny to me because looking back on it, like we were kind of meant to be like makeup gurus because You think we we were were always You think it was in the cards for us? (laughs) We were always playing in like mom's makeup and we were playing in Lisa's makeup and it was just so funny to me. Like because when she was doing my makeup and I wanted, and I wanted to look at it at the same time, but it's like, you can't look at your own eyes because. <laughs> you can't look at your doing, own eyes when someone's doing your makeup. When someone's doing And makeup, you can't, because yeah. it's like awkward because you can't hold a mirror because you're like, yeah, it's, yeah, it's just, just you gotta wait till it's done. You gotta wait till it's done. And oh my goodness. I, I was looking at um, Michaela uh, from who lives in Massachusetts. I cannot think, I cannot pronounce her last name, so I'm not even going to try it. Um, and she had this bridal. Yes, you probably do have all those colors. If you took all of your palettes and laid them out, which is yeah. probably something you should do. No, it's just, it would, I'd be overwhelmed and be mad. Well, can you do me a favor and hold your mic up closer to your mouth? Because I feel like you're not as loud as you were before. I was a little quiet, but yeah. So yeah, yeah. We will get mics eventually. <laughs> we will get microphones, like real microphones. We will get, we will get proper equipment eventually. Proper podcasting equipment. Yes, my friend Wes Roland, who edited our lost episode, well, one of our lost episodes, is like you. You really do need to get the proper equipment, and it's not that it's like super expensive. It's just 
it'll be a lot easier once I'm in St. Louis too. And I can actually set up like a quasi studio somewhere in the home. If we're mm-hmm. still living in where we're at now, or if we have a new home, a new place of residence, I don't know. Um, but it'll be just a lot easier to have proper equipment set up when we're actually can do this in the same room. Cause right now we're still doing it. We're having a long distance podcast relationship. <laughs> so, oh my goodness. Was well, there anything else? is like a ballet except there's no music no choreography and the dancers hit each other <laughs> there's your there's your deep and now the deep folks. thoughts yes okay. indeed oh my god you know what's really week, interesting folks. about that i don't think he'll ever listen to this podcast but i have a friend of mine who um who resides in nashville and he uh boxes and he actually sent me a video mm-hmm of him boxing and he actually looks really really good but that's a whole other situation we'll have to talk about that another episode okay so (laughs) but um wow that concludes the second episode of 2023 of these walls can talk um tiffany walls where can they find you on the interwebs uh t-dub 686 on instagram and Tiffany R. Walls on Facebook, but you have to be a friend of a friend in order to request my friendship. So if you don't know nobody I know, you just have to message me and we'll see if we can be friends. I don't know. <laughs> I'm not even giving out my Facebook. Mm-mm. No, because mine I is private. Uh-uh. Okay. No, I don't even put that in our notes. I don't even, no. but I mean, if somebody want to use Facebook to try to contact you, they can. But for me, no, my shit is private. And I don't need, mm-mm. I just deleted someone and blocked them and blocked them from all other social media platforms, including this podcast. How do you block yep. someone from the podcast? No, I blocked them from the Instagram. Oh. I I mean, I, I hope it, I guess I want them to listen to the podcast. Yes, please oh, okay. do that. Cause that only helps. <laughs> <laughs> please listen. Yes, please listen. Um, but for me on Instagram, it is Keeks, K-E-A-K-S underscore S-T-L. And that's the only social media platform I'm giving out for myself personally. For the podcast, it is These Walls Can Talk 314. And for our email, it is These Walls Can Talk podcast at gmail.com. So if anybody wants to ask a question, inquire about collabs, or some sponsorships, or try to give us some money, that would be greatly appreciated. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, well, yeah, that's all we got for this week, y'all. Thank you so much for listening, and we hope to uh, talk to you guys again soon. You gonna yeah. say bye? Bye! Bye! <laughs> oh, and don't forget to stay hydrated and wear sunscreen. Bye.